I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with it's gonna be the girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I am James, and I will be the only host for today's show. Uh, me and Tara host our weekly radio show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about consensual non-monogamy. Since we've been together, Tara and I decided that we didn't want to fit inside the societal norm when it came to relationships, dating, and sex. We really wanted to open things up. So that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy and have never looked back. If you are looking for more after our show, be sure to get social with us. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted, and we share all kinds of posts and stories about our life. You can find us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted or on Facebook by searching Sex Uninterrupted. And you can also listen to our show, this show, on any platform just by searching Sex Uninterrupted. I'm going to have to skip the smoke show because we went a little long this episode and after we sparked up the joint um i brought a few guys um a few buds over as i like to call it uh, to talk about some things that all of us men have to experience when it comes to the lifestyle not necessarily what all men but some men and i got a few topics that i have thought of that we will cover over the next few segments so get ready for an entertaining episode with the men that I have invited into my studio. But before we jump into the show, I wanted to say that I know it can sometimes be lonely navigating this world of open relationships. I certainly didn't tell anyone what I was doing when I was 19. Not the safest thing. Maybe that's some foreshadowing later on. Um, I did, didn't have anyone to talk to, and I'm probably guessing you don't either. But that's where Tara and I come in. Although we certainly are not therapists or licensed psychologists, we do know that sometimes all you need is someone to talk to. We have helped hundreds of people on their journey with non-monogamy and are passionate about helping thousands more. We offer private coaching to anyone interested in opening up their relationship or just need someone to talk to because all their muggle friends just might not understand. Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash bookonline to schedule your free 20-minute one-on-one session today. Now on to the show with a few buds. Holy shit. Okay, we're here. And I've invited some guys over for the men's panel 2.0, as the it's now known to be called. Um, I brought some guys who have uh, different experience in the lifestyle. And I'm going to go around the circle here and just uh, get you guys to introduce yourselves and uh, tell me a little, little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Andrew. Uh, my wife and I, lady, have been in the lifestyle for seven years now. Uh, we started off with all the rules that you could possibly have and now there's barely any so <laughs> ask me anything <laughs> okay hi james this is dave uh thank you for having me on long long time listener um i have also been in the lifestyle i think it's going on almost 15 years now and uh we actually uh started off a little bit backwards we actually started off with full rules and have dialed back since then but I'll tell you more about that later. Oh, sounds good. Hey guys, I'm Kirk. I've been in the lifestyle with my wife for coming up on 14 years now. And uh, kind of interesting, like we met in the lifestyle. So there's been uh, a changing of the rules over the course of our relationship. Definitely. <laughs> there's been a changing of the rules. Like, you guys all sound so nerdy. And <laughs> evolution. We will say it's okay you guys just speak freely here but it's okay but anyways um so yeah um these are the guys that have joined me on the show today um obviously they all have a little bit of different experience when it comes to the lifestyle and um so uh, one of the actually one of the big questions that i wanted to kind of bring up with you guys is who who in the fir- who in your relationship brought it up first i did yeah how did you broach? How did you broach the subject? Uh, I asked her straight up one day, "What was better, a two guy threesome or a two girl threesome?" And without hesitation, she said, two guys." And I said, "You've done that shit. <laughs> I want to do that shit." <laughs> and so then we looked up a couple of clubs, and that's basically how we fell into it. What was the first club? Uh, we went to Capsi. Nice. Yeah, for uh, for our New Year's party, and that was. Probably the 
best way to do it just throw yourself in the mix i guess yeah yeah probably there's a lot of people there probably uh, it was pretty wild and then yeah we met we met one couple that basically showed us everybody else in the city so it was <laughs> kind of worked out it's a good way to start yeah we got lucky pretty quick i Kurt. love how you phrased that question though that's amazing <laughs> What kind of threesome would you prefer? <laughs> well, it's kind of like straight up. Oh, I see that you're way more experienced than I am, and I'm just this shit kid, apparently. So <laughs> brilliant. Get me on your level. No, uh, when I first got into it with my future wife, we uh, kind of met right in the lifestyle. So as soon as we met, we were uh, playing with another couple, and. Um, so you're in the midst of pretty much an orgy? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's <laughs> a, a little great, more complicated than that. But that's I, a good way to start. Okay. Yeah, just everywhere. quick reader's digest. I used to play with another couple, the, the girl and not the guy. And then uh, broke up, got in a muggle relationship. When the other couple, when I broke up with them sort of thing, they got together with another girl. And then fast forward a few months, and they're like, hey, you two should get together. So, uh, yeah, it, that's kind of how it happened. So so then who broached the subject? <laughs> there was no broaching of the subject. We were we were deep in the deep end of the pool together. You just found yourself there. Yeah. That's good. Dave? Wow. Well, we... Um, <laughs> We at the time that we started playing, it was it was definitely my idea to start. But the second I posed it to her, she um, definitely was interested in the topic as well. Um, but at the time, we didn't know what we were doing whatsoever. So we started sleeping with our vanilla friends on a regular basis. That's exactly. And it just turned into a nightmare. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Um, we would hook up with, uh, there would be a party at the house and one of my buddies would be over and, you know, she might play with him or, you know, I actually ended up even hooking up with one of the bridesmaids in our wedding. <laughs> and of course the funny thing about it was we both thought it was just a riot, but we definitely burned a lot of friendships and that's when we <laughs> or kinda, made some or made some. Yeah. We, we have a new group of friends now. Um, so yeah, once we started realizing that this wasn't just both of us being, you know crazy that there was an actual community out there that's when things started changing a lot and we really jumped in head first i think that's one thing about the lifestyle that this like for me was is like once you found the community everything fucking changed like i dabbled in this when i was like 19 you know cruising craigslist for couples just to fuck somebody in like a hotel room yeah like that's literally all i wanted to do and then as soon as i met tara and then we started progressing down this path and then as soon as we found like pretty much everybody in this room because we pretty much all met at like the first party, pretty sure. But yeah, and it's like as soon as you found the community, everything changed. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, almost unfair how easy it is for everybody else now. Like ten, like you guys are fourteen, ten years ago, seven years for us. Like the first two years was just like, you know, what are we doing? You know, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, it was just like oh, we got invited to the right party and then we started, you know, networking and, and now it's like there's a network of like, you know, a thousand people that you could see randomly at any time and it's just like, you guys are so spoiled now. Oh, totally. Like, it's just, yeah. it's like, you have it so easy. Back in my day, we had to walk up naked up the hill and <laughs> well, <laughs> both and ways. <laughs> both ways. Well, that's the thing. You start going back to all the sites and like all the places that you could meet each other. It's like everybody went to like AFF back in the day because yeah. it was the only one that was like tailored yeah. towards this. And now there's like fucking Cassidy and then there's all these other ones. By the way, everybody, if you do want to meet these people and you do want to meet more people, you can actually go to Cassidy.com and you can use the promo code AZSEXY for a 30-day elite membership. You can go to SDC and use promo code 32473 and you can also, on Indulge Lifestyle, use promo code SEXUNINTERRUPTED for three free months. Anyways, that was just a nice little plug that I get Solid to. segue. You like that? Dude, that's a professional podcast. Well, that, that, that felt good. Go there, That everybody. felt really good. Go there. But it's kind of funny how many now websites there are, right? Like, you know, back in the day, there was maybe SDC and Adult Friend Finder were like literally the only ones. And now it's progressed into how many podcasts there are, how many different, every different avenue now. It, it is like these people are, you guys are lucky fucks. <laughs> like, really, like... 
did you like did you listen to any podcasts when you guys were like starting out did you like how did you find oh, out ways of doing stuff wasn't even a the, thing. the website i went to for cap c looked like it was from geo cities like it was yeah. not professional at all like <laughs> underground yeah. type shit so and now it's just like flashy oh someone you know whizwigged it awesome cool like yeah, yeah. Like, it's interesting how fast things have changed. And honestly, it's not, it, it's a very short amount of time, right? You know, we all started seeing where it came from to where it is now, and it has literally exploded. Oh, yeah. And I think more and more people that see that recognize that it's not odd. It's This is actually a lot more common than what people think, right? Oh, 100%. I think, well, even, even having like avenues of wearing to go to express it, even just outside of like the norm of your city, like travel events, like going to hedonism or desire or temptations or, you know, going to different parties in the States. Um, mm. Like we were just talking about it. We're going to be in Nin in like not in New Orleans in, in July. And it's just like all these different avenues now of meeting people and parties and shit to go to. It's just there's so much shit to do now. Like lifestyle based, it's it's absolutely. And back in like, I didn't know about all this shit. Did it like no, when you guys no. were growing up? Did like, did you guys think you guys were ever be in a non monogamous relationship? Absolutely, no, never, not at all. Don't look at my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. No, but like we all fantasized about living a life like this. But goddamn, when it comes to reality, it's pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, I I, I like it. So, going, <laughs> me too. I, I, you Rather know partial. I think that the okay thirdsies. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, um, yeah. So, I guess being like open and honest about who you are is kind of a great thing about the lifestyle. Are you open and honest with like your family and friends, Dave? Oh, uh, great question. Um, this is this is something that wow, like we could probably talk about for an hour. I think I think what we've seen, especially a lot of people in this room, have come to notice is that, you know, once once you've been in the lifestyle for long periods of time, uh, like me and Kirk, one of the things you do is you you just want to be accepted for who you are. Um, look at the gay community, right? Same thing. We've got people, you know, that are that are gay and they're proud and they're happy and they've come out of the closet and it's it's amazing to see. And I think there's people in the lifestyle that almost have that same kind of mentality where they're saying they're going, look, this is obviously who I am. I've been doing it for 15 years, right? So how do you want to portray that out there, right? And so I, I definitely feel that as well. So I, I myself am in a situation where I haven't told my family. They're very square, very religious. However, you know what? Besides that, to the public, I've absolutely, I, I don't hide it anymore. That is who I am. I'm proud of that. Um, if they ask me directly, I might not, you know. Depending on where you are. 100%. Uh, but without a doubt, I just I, I think more people should just be proud of who they are and just just rock and just live it right. We're not here for that long. You might as well be you, right? My opinion, anyway. What about you, Kirk? Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of more old school. Like I I try to still keep that line between the LS and and my personal life. Um, so my family doesn't know but they're also not idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're pretty plugged in. Right. And you know, you follow social media. It's not that hard to read between the lines, but nothing's been out and out said. And, um, actually it was funny. A few years ago, we were in Vegas for my 40th and, um, it was half vanilla, half lifestyle. And my best friend, I've known him since kindergarten. And he's like, dude, like, you can tell me whatever and just that old school kind of mentality in the back of my head i was just like nah man like i don't know and it was very obvious that that was not the case but i'm a little more old school in that i just don't yell it from the mountaintops but no my work doesn't know my family doesn't officially know but it's funny because i'm sure everyone in here can attest to it too your friendships evolve so you know, 10 years ago, I was going on holidays with, you know, mostly my vanilla friends and stuff. And I can't remember the last time I've done an actual vanilla holiday. So other than camping. Yeah. Yeah. Like weekend stuff here and there, whatever. Right. But like a true blue holiday, like when you're going away for six, seven days or whatever. Um, yeah. And then you don't have to hide it. 
like Dave says, you don't have to hide it because you're there with the, your people, right? But yeah, I'm a little more old school. I don't. I I try to keep it under wraps a bit, and I'm probably terrible at keeping it under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> like, Worst kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we've talked about that, but you uh, you're pretty much open with everybody. Andy. I I think we're at the point now where we just don't give a shit anymore. Uh, the only people that don't know are my, like my immediate family, um, and that's just out of respect for them. Like same thing, uh, Dave said uh, like families you know square like i don't want heads to explode or or anything like that so but and you know if we go out downtown like i have no problem you know with pda or anything and like i'm seriously waiting for the day that someone texts lady and it's just like hey did you know that uh that andrew was out with uh with this <laughs> with this person and and she's gonna like just know, laugh right? in their face and it's gonna be you know it's gonna be funny when that happens but like you know, we we don't go around screaming it, but if someone's got the balls to ask us, we we generally tell them the truth, unless it's you know a kindergarten friend that you know their life would just my, dematerialize yeah. before their eyes. So. <laughs> well, you never know what we, might I happen. I straight up had that happen, by the way. Yeah, with the lady. Yeah, a girlfriend at work sat her down and was like, "I got to tell you something. Oh, your, yeah. uh, your husband's on uh, Tinder. One of them." And she had to have the full out talk. Like there was no beating or beating around the bush. Yeah, like yeah. it was straight up. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna actually have to cut to a quick commercial break. Thank you guys for all that information. And we'll be right back after the messages. Sexy is back. And we've got it going on all the time. Here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I guess it's just James, this one. Just me. Just me. Anyway, We got sold a bill of goods. Yeah. I promised you Tara and I gave you just me. I feel, Great. I feel slighted. Welcome. Welcome to my wonderland. Um, so in this segment, we're actually going to touch on uh, something that you guys have a lot more experience in than I do. Um, so every guy in this room has had experience playing alone. And if somebody's going to stop playing with the fucking microphone cord, I won't have to edit this afterwards, but <laughs> I'm just fucking with everybody. It's Okay. <laughs> They're all new to the studio, and so am I, so it's okay. <laughs> anyway, so yes, back to playing alone. Um, I don't necessarily do it. So I guess I'm, my first question was, you know, how long did it take you um, in your journey into the lifestyle to start playing alone? Anybody? Well, uh, yeah, it was, so I, I'll start it off. This is Dave here, everybody. Oh. Dave. Um, what uh, what happened with us right off the bat was that, uh, like, like talking about it earlier, we didn't know what the lifestyle was to begin with. So we actually started playing alone first before anything else. So that's a rarity for almost anybody that you uh, you talk to in the lifestyle. So we we knew that there was, we knew that we were both promiscuous and we just wanted more. Um 
I don't know, kind of, do you have any questions about like why, like why we decided to go no, that way? I, or it was, it was really weird. No, but you, like the fact that you started playing alone because you didn't necessarily understand what the lifestyle was is whatever. Um, <laughs> hold it so ever so slightly, just, just so gently. Anyways, sweet. Um, to start <laughs> out playing alone is having a lot of trust in your partner, one, and trust in yourself that like, did you guys have the conversations before you even started playing alone that like what happens if you fall in love with somebody else what happens if you want to be with somebody else yeah that 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 you actually nailed it when you said that with with us what had happened was was one of us uh had ended up hooking up with somebody else without them knowing so straight up one of us cheated uh it was her but anyway um <laughs> just let's just put that on the table yeah so one of the most interesting things about this, which which really kind of take the cake, was that you know when when this happened, I had originally said to her, "Hey, if you ever hooked up with somebody, no worries, I'm going to be cool with it, and that's fine." She had ended up hooking up with somebody, told me about it, and I did what all guys would do. I ended up flipping out and getting mad, the whole nine yards, which you know I'll bet you the majority of people would do. But here's the kicker: after this happened, we sat down and we talked about it, and I realized at that point in time I wasn't mad at her that she had hooked up with somebody else. I was only mad that she didn't tell me. So then what happened? We started having an amazing communication, amazing conversation. And I was like, well, like, how was the orgasm? Was that good? And she was like, yeah, it was amazing. And we ended up having a whole new trust and a whole new conversation on mm -hmm. topics that people normally would never even touch up, touch up on. So in that regards, that's what started building the foundation. And to be honest, and not sound a little bit cheesy, that's where I realized that I wasn't with this girl because she had slept with like me and two other guys. I was with this girl because I was crazy in love with her. And how many people she fucked really was a completely different story and i think that's kind of when one of those things with people that have been in the lifestyle a long time have a really good time discerning the difference between love and sex which i think a lot of even to everybody in the room you're going to kind of agree that that they're just they're so separate they're not the same thing in the lifestyle they're completely different things so we're crazy in love with each other but i'm not the master of her and what she wants to do with her sexuality and her freedom on the side is her own business it's like you're emotionally monogamous exactly yeah 100%. that's what we that's what we say with me and tara it's like we're yeah. emotionally monogamous and if it ever becomes where the that emotionally monogamous part doesn't necessarily work out we need to have a conversation we need to break that down 100 but andrew how long did it take for you to start playing alone uh i'd say it was a progression of like maybe two years because we started off with all the rules that were set and then we started breaking those rules and then so it started off as like um you know, it had to be another couple, and then it was like, oh, maybe a unicorn. And then we started introducing guys, and then it, and then it turned into this thing where it was like, okay, same room, and then same house, same party, same city, same country, <laughs> the world, and that's basically what it turned into. Because every every step of the way, we we relinquished just a little more, uh, I guess power from you know holding it over someone like making that decision for them um and like for us it it, it worked out because the four-way connection is so hard for us i guess well it's it's hard for everybody well don't get me wrong like to, to have an awesome four-way connection is fucking hard to oh, find it's it's yeah it's it's, like, it's almost as elusive as a as a like a unicorn and that works for both parties, right. right? Like even not just one for like an actual, like even emotionally and like even relationship. -wise. Exactly. So that's, yeah, it took us about two years and then we kind of like looked at it and I started like doing stuff like other activities, like, you know, my regular day to day. And so she would go to a party by herself and it was kind of like, you can go to this party, but why would I let you go to this party and not play sort of thing? So it was like. Yeah, go ahead. And she gave me those same freedoms too. So that's basically how it all broke down. And then it just started, you know, happening more regularly and we didn't burst into flames. And, you know, we, we had this rule that like you get to make one mistake, but if you keep making it, that's the choice that you've made. Right. So we've, we've never, ever laid our relationship on the line. If, you know, someone has done something completely like, you know, just off the chain you're just like what you know what did you do sort of thing because there was a moment when we were in mexico i wasn't feeling very well and i said go do whatever you want and when i said that i had an idea of like yeah you're gonna go party come back hang out with me no she took down two guys 
<laughs> and came back and told me. And I was just like, okay, so about that, that's your, that's your mistake. I'm going to let you have that. And that's, that's basically how it went. And yeah, I guess both of us just trust each other so much now that, you know, like what Dave said about the, like the complete communication and, you know, transparency of everything. It's uh, it, 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 taking those risks actually made it better for our relationship, I think. Oh, I, in the, in the I long run, totally feel you, you man. So, like, well, that's I always say, like especially when you're in the lifestyle, it's like you don't know what you don't like or what you do like until you give it a shot, right? Right. Like, you really don't know. Right. And it's like we've never just gotten to the point where we wanted to play alone because we like playing together. Like that's one of the things that turns us on the For most sure. about this is For like sure. watching each other get pleasure. That's For one sure. Of, one of the reasons why we do it. Now we're we've gone like to a point where we used to be, you know, same room no matter what. And then it was like here and there would be like same house and then it's still progressed to maybe same house in a sense, but not really too much further. Right. What about you? Uh well with us it's actually kind of been more of a recent uh phenomenon, I guess. Like probably within about the last five years. So um and it's a little more narrow in scope because her comfort with it is basically, yeah, that's totally cool as long as the girl is in a lifestyle relationship. So if it's just me and her like on our own for a date or me and her and her husband, she is totally fine with that. Uh, knowing that she knows the couple and is... is comfortable that they're comfortable with it she also has a bit of pride like she likes hearing from her friends when things go well and stuff so she she's kind of a voyeur i think a little bit in that regard but a a vocal voyeur yeah (laughs) but it's interesting because like if i went to new york let's say next weekend and something were to present itself i think the possibility would be there to call her up and say, hey, like, is this something that you're going to be cool with? And I think if it sounded reasonable and safe, she'd probably let me. But we're kind of not really there anymore. Like, we just kind of prefer our people and our community and stuff. So, you know, I'm not really out there looking for single girls. So, right. yeah, it's it's interesting. So, yes, I do play alone, but... Kind of the the guideline around it is it's people she knows and knows are cool and in a stable relationship. I got you. So they have to technically be in the LS first before they make it there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm at, uh, you know mcdonald's and someone grabs me from behind like that's uh that's a no-go i really hope that never nice. happens by the way <laughs> i'm gonna find you at a mcdonald's like, one day i like right. coffee too <laughs> i'm coming to find you at a mcdonald's <laughs> Um, so I, I just want to throw this question out there. What was your biggest concerns for yourself when you started playing alone? Oh man, like that's easy for me when, uh, it, it, it's, um, a self-esteem thing. Like I was worried that, you know, some guy would be blow her out of the water and replace me and, you know, just typical jealousy and and fear of losing her at at the beginning right that seems like a fear for her what was your fear for yourself no that was my fear that you would fall in love with somebody else no 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 that she she would would. yeah so that's a concern for what she might have 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 happened what's your concern what would be yours like would you ever think that you would fall in love with somebody else would that be your concern um too lazy to put the effort in a new relationship are you well kidding said. me no not it it's I, just, no i get it yeah like you know no, what you get what i'm saying though right like sure. what you're saying is, is like you're saying because i even have the question here what's your biggest concerns for her what your concern was is that she would fall in love with somebody else what was your biggest concern like for me for me playing alone would make me ever go back to the spot where i felt like i was cheating and that for me is never where I want to be again. Because like one for me, the lifestyle has prevented me from cheating. It's now I'm able to open up and talk about all these fucking things that I want to go and do. Mm. Right? So for me, my biggest concern is feeling like I'm cheating. Right? No, I don't know what it would be and what scenario that would be or like something that would come up that came across like the rules and boundaries or the parameters that we had set in the evening. But I never would want to go back to the space where I feel like I was cheating. To me, I don't think so. Because like... 
lifestyle or not, you could go to the library and if there is such a thing as your soulmate, you could meet someone there tomorrow and potentially fall in love. So, you know, to set up these um, barriers to that potentially happening, that's not a worry for me in the lifestyle. I know, but what would you? What was the main concern for you though when you started playing alone? Was there anything that you were concerned about for yourself? Um, maybe, hopefully, no one gets pregnant. I don't know. I, I <laughs> honestly wasn't one. worried yeah. about that's it. That's a like, good one. I, I wasn't worried about it though. Like we're pretty cool, man. And no, you were just, I, you were stable in your relationship. Stable, so yeah. You didn't, you didn't feel like you had any concerns. And I'm not looking you were just for worried. anything else. So yeah, you're was, just worried she was going to leave you. What? I was worried. She, I, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. It's all like, good. There is, there is that in the back. Oh yeah, don't hey, get every, me wrong. I'm pretty sure every guy in this room is kind of worried about their wife leaving them. Oh sure, like there was some tears on certain nights when we first started doing this for sure. But my tears, not hers. <laughs> to be clear, very clear, yeah. they were my tears. Yeah. Got you. I like it though. I I think mine would have been just being inadequate. I guess. You know, like if you're with someone for so long, you know the ins and outs, and then you're like, oh, well, I've got this fresh, I don't want to say meat or anything, you but like we're brand we're, new play we're guys, it's primal, right? It's just like, well, fuck, what am I going to do with this, right? And you just like, it's like a cat bringing you a fucking mouse, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, what, what do you do with it? And you don't know. And then, I don't know, the, it's fight or flight, and it takes over, and you're just like, yeah, actually, that was actually pretty cool. And then, you know, that, that person's actually really, like, a really nice person, and, you know, so, yeah. I, I feel you. Dave? Uh, James, man, I couldn't agree with you anymore. There was nothing worse than uh, being in relationships where you get home, and, you know, maybe you made out with some girl at the bar that night, and you're in a cold sweat for the next week that your girlfriend's ever going to find out. You know, so yeah, there's nothing better now than being in a relationship where there is total transparency. You get home at the end of the day and you're like, oh, babe, there was this girl I saw today. We ended up making out. She was so hot. And you got a wife that says, hey, that's super sexy. Tell me more about it. Right. So not having any more fear into, you know, your day to day lives or even how you feel, how you lust for things. Right. There's uh, that kind of clarity, I think. Only only certain people ever get in the lifestyle without a doubt, right? And I think honestly, like this sounds a little cocky, but I like I I kind of I feel sad for people not in the lifestyle, right? I see that they are literally hiding their lives. Not only they're hiding yep. their lives, they're they're hiding these deep dark feelings, which to everybody in the room here is so mundane. It's a joke to us, mm-hmm. right? You can't go home at the end of the day and be like, "Wow, babe, I saw this super hot chick today." You know what? And just communicate that. So you've got to just hide your general feelings about something. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, right? I, it's, it's a level of trust that you know a lot of people will never have and it's and it's sad i don't i don't disagree i think to each their own everybody's got their own thing i my one one thing that i've said about this lifestyle a lot is is that everybody can do it it's not for everybody some people cannot get over jealousy and it's that emotion that literally brings up the worst in some people Truth. and we've talked about it at like so much lately that jealousy is one of the biggest things in lifestyle maybe we'll touch on it in the next segment here but uh, i think that people just can't get over that some and people, I think yeah. some people just need that structure too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's one thing to throw everything up in the air, but it's another thing to just walk a line for Well, you gotta think about it this way too. A lot of people have been programmed for so long to think a specific way and be forced a specific way and to think a specific way. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that can't break that. They just oh, can't get sure. out of, they can't get out of it, can't find a way out of it. And for they, sure. They all try to and they try to find ways and like, you know, the lifestyle's a great avenue for people looking to explore stuff, but it's not for everybody. There's some people that just just can't get over right. that one thing and i completely agree with both sides like you know there's like there's challenges to monogamy and there's challenges to non-monogamy there's challenges to all different types of lifestyles it's just all how you look at it and i i don't disagree with what you're saying though but we're actually going to cut to a quick commercial break um we didn't get to touch on safety when it comes to playing alone i think we'll just touch wear on condoms it. yeah that one too be safe. Um, anyway so we're just actually gonna cut to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back <laughs> You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. 
Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Mafei Peraza Godoy and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And welcome back to Sex Interrupted with James. This is my nice radio voice for the start of this segment. Uh, We're going to talk about tips for men from men. Um, Okay. What is going on? How did you keep a straight face when you said that? Oh, man, I practice my radio voice a lot, trust me. (laughs) But anyways, um, so one of my first things that I actually just wanted to reach out to each one of you and ask you, what is one thing that you wish you could tell yourself when you were first starting out? Go, Andrew. Come on. What's one thing you wish you could tell yourself? Seven years ago. Relax. Relax. Relax and leave all expectations at the door. Because you go in, you go to a club, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to a fuck club. And it's it's not like that at all. <laughs> These are human beings. They have feelings and emotions. And... and uh, the more expectation you put on yourself, the the more disappointment you're going to have because you could be like just eyeing like this beautiful lady and maybe maybe you don't hit it off with them and that's all it was, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a fleeting thing and then you're just like, oh shit, I didn't I didn't get to do that. But you leave a lot of opportunities on the on the floor too. So, so relax. Just chill out. Chill it's out. cool. There's always another party. I like it. Mm-hmm. Kirk, for us it was. Uh, trust your gut like we both ignored some spidey signals at the beginning and it turned into some car wrecks initially and so we kind of have always had this rule ever since that you know if one of us or both of us it doesn't matter if you can justify it or not if something just doesn't feel right just pull the pin it's not worth it because nine times out of ten actually ten times out of ten we were right when our spidey senses were going off. So had we listened to that earlier, we would have avoided a few strange scenarios. But um, yeah, I like what Andrew said there too. That was pretty good. Now pressure's on. Yeah, right. Um, Think of I something know, original. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not not original. I actually agree with you still, Andrew. Go go slow and, and just be, be open to change probably is probably one of the biggest ones because, mm-hmm. you know, if anything the lifestyle has taught us all is that this is all ever changing and you're not going to be into the same things usually a year from now as opposed to you know five years from now right so be open-minded be willing to uh, be willing to even cut it back right how many times have the girls been like no this is too much for me right now there's so much going on that uh you know be willing be willing to do all that that and just be the last thing i'll say is that uh you know just be excited for on a good note be excited for all the amazing people you're going to meet right yeah. i've made probably some of the the coolest and best friends and like-minded individuals i've ever met in my entire life um yeah i i couldn't even imagine not being here right now it's it's a strange phenomenon when you're connected in such a way like we did the llv takeover uh at barcello and we went on an excursion and nobody would talk to each other in the bus <laughs> until you did what you were doing. We went zip lining and then we came back and everybody was like, yeah, that was amazing. That was so cool. And so that was just the common ground. But before we left, it was just like, you're walking down the hallway and it's like, Hey man, Hey, Hey, your wife's hot. Awesome. Oh, thanks man. You know, like, and then you leave and you actually see what 
regular society is like. And then you come back and I was just like, what kind of, what kind of world are we living in here? Like we're, it's just, the veil is just taken completely off of it. And you're just so like, the zip liners were vanilla. The, yeah, we, yeah. we went okay. on, a, went on a bus and it was just like people from all these different hotels and like silence the entire way. And then you get strapped in and then the first person goes and it's like, yeah, we, we shared this experience. And then they were just like, yeah, oh, that was amazing. Oh, it's just such a rush. And, you, oh. you wouldn't get that any, anywhere else. But in, in lifestyle, that happens just, that's the commonality. Like, hotel party? Hey, man, hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, man. Introduce yourself. Just opening, op- opening up dialogue when you first start getting into it is huge. I think what mine was, like, I think what, you all, what you're all getting at is taking your time. Like, there's so much time to experience such different things. But one of the things you have to go and do is you have to get out there. You can't sit. Yeah. You can't sit behind a monitor. You can't sit behind anything. You got to go to like a hotel party, like an epic hotel party. You got to go to like a massive party, like a plush party, or like a naughty events, or a, you know, or go to a resort like Hedonism, Desire, Temptations. Go overseas to like this fucking crazy place in France called Cap Dage. If you guys ever heard of it, yeah. fuck, it's supposed Ooh. to be like fourteen days of just like fucking full nudity. Tell me more. Full nudity. You going? I'd like to. I bet. <laughs> um, see, we. And, and, and going, going back to what Andrew said, I think that's one thing that this lifestyle, um, I had a muggle friend put it so perfectly to me. He literally said, he's like, you know, people search their whole lives looking for a community where they feel like they belong. And it's like, and you found that at like where you are in your life. And that's kind of crazy. And some people search their whole lives and never find it. Yeah. And it's so crazy just to find that I found you fuckers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I actually can't wait to like grow really old with you guys. Cause it's one of those weird things where like you go to uh, like Mexico or something and there's like, you know, a, a group of like, you know, 60, 70 year old peeps. And they're just like, yeah, we've been doing this for years, you know? And I, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to like, to, totally. to be on that. Awesome. So just be absolutely. those old guys on the beach. Like, Hey, look at that 20 year old tossing stories. Mm. Think we could still get her. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> let's do it. But that sense of community is true, man. Like uh, we can go to events now and you might not do anything. But you're there with your people and you're just talking and you're yourself and you're having fun with like-minded people. And it's not always about the physical act. A lot of times it is and it's awesome, but it doesn't have to be. You guys are my friends. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you guys are my friends when it comes down to it. And there's been some some stuff that's happened in, in, in the community that's... That, that's rocked lady and it's you know turned her off and it's been like okay we'll we'll go to these events and stuff and not play but like you know don't i love seeing kirk i love seeing dave you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. so thanks for leaving me out of that one <laughs> shameless plug well that radio voice yeah, man that yeah. threw us off yeah i'm gonna flip my name tag around again jesus um but yeah no i think it, it it's interesting and like we were talking about before i think one of the best ways for me, I think, meeting new people is getting out to different events and meeting all the different people. Yes, I know I host most of the events and I, I work with most of the events. So, yes, I get to meet lots of fucking people. But what's your best way of meeting people that are like you in the lifestyle? Dave? Uh, well, yeah, we we are very involved with the Epic Group up in Edmonton. So we are up there quite a bit. Um, trying. We, we actually spend quite a bit of time doing meet and greets with here with uh, people here in Calgary. Uh, one of the reasons why we enjoyed it so much was because, you know, the majority of people that are out there, especially like those younger couples, they're so scared right off the bat. Um, they're so worried that another couple's going to meet them just to hook up with them, right? So there's nothing better than meeting these couples and being like, whoa, whoa, whoa look, we're, we're not trying to sleep with you, right? We just want to let you know that there's a bigger community out there that is awesome. Um, as a matter of fact, like we used to meet couples where right off the bat, we knew that we wouldn't click, but we're like, look, we're going to introduce you to three couples that you are gonna love yeah. trust us and even to this day um you know they've all gone along very well and have had amazing relationships so um yeah that's kind of how we got started is it better how do you meet people where's the best way to meet people what's the best way people always want to know this question online in real life online's nice initially 
Like if you're going to an event and you're on Facebook or whatever, and you can see who's attending and, you know, there's the physical side, which is obviously very cool. So, you know, that's nice to be able to see that. But I like what you said, James, you have to go out. It doesn't matter what it is, but you have to go out and kind of inject yourself into that world, whatever it is. Um, You got to put yourself out there. Yeah, you're not going to find a ton of fun sitting on your keyboard, right? Well, you might. You might. <laughs> you get a lot of pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet videos. Yo, you guys want a pick swap? <laughs> but <laughs> touching on pick swapping, um, let's talk about actually the, we only got a few minutes here actually. Let's talk about like the, the I guess the shadow side of the lifestyle. Tell me about a, like just a small story about when things didn't go so right and how you kind of figured out how to overcome the issue. I don't know. We can talk about erectile dysfunction. We can talk oh, about. I've got a, yeah, I got. I got to go into that one as well. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my dick don't work. No. Well, no, but it, that's a fucking. That's a good point, though. Like, there's a lot of guys. There's guys in this room. Has anybody here experienced erectile dysfunction during an LS scene? Raise your hand. For everybody listening, everybody's hand is up in the air. Right now. <laughs> True. Thank you. Thanks for explaining that one, Dave. But I think that it's a it's a thing that kind of happens. Um, I just heard of a story of this guy who injected his dick and got a boner for 17 hours. So um, if you're listening, Jay, um, hi. <laughs> yeah, he's not a podcaster. It happens. He told me the story. It kind of freaked me out. He injected his dick with like a, a hormone thing that it says like even if you had the worst ED ever. He injected his dick with something, and it literally gave him a boner for 17 hours. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I... Did you ever inject your dick? No, give me give me some Cialis or something, but like, I don't know if I could poke a needle in my dick. Yeah, I'm on zero for dick injections in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah, nothing here. Don't look at me. Hey, they, hey, they got just, a lot of good shit out there. I don't Dave? know why people need to take it that far. Right? Just, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm just asking. So, again, guys, if you have a problem, talk about it. How did you guys overcome it? <laughs> well, I stopped doing drugs, so that helped. That's good. Yeah. 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 Drugs is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people feel that, um, it, quite a few people if you talk to about it, a lot of people feel that there's just, um, they're, they're just becoming desensitized to the amount of sex that's revolving in your lifestyle, right? So I know a lot of guys in the lifestyle stop watching an immense amount of porn on the side as well, right? Like if you're hooking up with, you know, very attractive women that the majority of us have the ability to hook up with, why are we also, you know, jacking it three times a week, right? So a lot of people, like one of their biggest, uh, yeah, one of their biggest pullbacks is to reduce the amount of porn. Uh, I got a good story if you want to hear it involving. Uh, I'm just bow- I'm just bowing my head because I was right? like, I jerk off every morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally come in the shower every goddamn morning. <laughs> this guy's like three times a week. I'm like, I still jerk off. The electrical bills through the roof. What are you doing in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gas bill gets high. That hot water gets hot. Anyways, but continue your story. So. Oh yeah, no, it's okay. It's uh, so. Kirk, you okay if I, I tell you? Sure, story? man. We're cool. All right. <laughs> totally. All right. So, uh, so me and Kirk were in an amazing situation with uh, with a young lady who uh, wanted to be with several guys, right? So she said she handpicked these guys, good group of guys. Like we're all friends, and said, "Look, I wanna I wanna have a gangbang." So sure enough, we all at met a hotel. At a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Hotel. Takeover. Gorgeous girl, by the way. Like let's just like drop dead gorgeous girl. So of course we get there and we're you know high fiving. We're like this is just going to be the greatest thing ever. You know I I was I was on Cialis. You. Yep. Yep. So same thing. We're all totally. juiced up, ready to go. Yep. Right? All right. So we've set the stage. So we're ready to go. This girl's on the bed, ready to go. Everything's good to go. And here's the kicker: all four guys in the room, not one guy could get hard. Right. And it was one of those situations where we all looked at each other and everybody was turned on. Everybody was like, this is amazing. But it was one of those times that we realized it was we were such good friends. And, you know, we were in a situation where it was almost like guys in the locker room having a good time more so than it was a a gangbang that (laughs) we just it just did not go right. Do you want to do you want to add to that? Oh, it's that's that's bang on. Like and and. (laughs) You know, someone might get fired up for a minute or two, and then it would just, it would fade, and it was humbling. 
Yeah. Like, I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? And, uh, yeah, I think the anticipation, the everything, everything. And, like, you know, if it was one of us and the other three were just going to town, like, you know, that would be one thing. But, like, to a man, to a man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there not, wasn't any romance in the room at all, right? That's the thing. I think a lot of the times, even even where guys, you know, even we'll just go down one night to just get our fuck on is awesome. But that night, there was just, there was no role. It was just like, Kate, this was business, get down to do it. And it just, it wasn't able to. So, so in other words, the point of the story is that even if you were in the best situation possible, even if you've got a good group of friends that are going to do this, even if you've got the most beautiful girl in the room, right? The stars might not be aligned and it's just not going to happen. For the record, I want to redo so bad. <laughs> so fucking bad, man. It's so bad. So if you're listening and you know, you know Kirk and Dave, <laughs> can I come too? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, thanks guys for that that wonderful story. I loved it. Um, we're actually going to have to cut to a quick another quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some Q and A questions that me and Tar came up with this morning. So, stay tuned after the break. Discover. Explore and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted with James, just me. Um, and we're on our Q&A portion where we usually get questions from Instagram, but we didn't get them this time, so me and Tara made them up this morning. <laughs> so, um, in, your L, in, in the LS, how would you want to be approached by a single male? I think one of the good moves is talk to the same sex first. Whether it's the female talking to the wife or the male talking to the husband, that's, I think, generally a, a good good start. Good start, because obviously he's going to be, well, hopefully he's going to be interested in her, but I think it's kind of a respectful way of approaching it. Yeah. Like, in your in your frame of relationship, would you want the single male to approach you first or her first? You say you first. Yeah. You would prefer him to create some sort of camaraderie with you. Yeah, just the initial dialogue, definitely. That's me too. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I would so love to like have like a really good buddy where we can high five and fuck Tara. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Dave? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, no, I don't have a preference either way. Um, at, at the end of the day right now, I think a lot of opportunities are missed because people just don't have the confidence period to just approach couples at all. So whether it's the male or the female, I think is irrelevant. I think nowadays, just having any confidence, I can't tell you probably how many opportunities are missed by people just not not having the confidence to just say hi um, in any, obviously in a respectful and nice manner. At the end of the day, these are people that you're allowing to sleep with your partner. Well, um, respect is huge, right? Or huge. Yeah, like yeah. that's a big thing, right? Like even walking up one, I think with confidence and having respect for the relationship pretty much, right? Pretty yeah, much, totally. Know? I don't think I have a preference. I know that I'm always going to meet that person, though. 
You want to meet them? Well, eventually I'm going to meet them. That's not a if, it's it's a hey. Right. You know, like I exist. Yeah. Right. Like show show me like that much respect that, you know, like give me give me a handshake, give me a nod. Like you don't have to be my best friend or anything like that. Right. It's fine. Like meeting meeting people in lifestyle and like friends is just like any other situation. You might not get along with them, but maybe your partner does. Right? Acknowledge my existence. Right. But like at least give me that nod. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel you. All said agreed. No, and I, I always I always thought about this as like when I was a single male and like yeah of course I was doing it through Craigslist and like you know of course I was meeting the couple that I was meeting at the hotel or in their house or the only guy when he answered the door by himself that was fucked um, <laughs> yeah that's a whole other podcast a whole <laughs> you're here for the gangbang the guy I, a guy answered the door and I was like this is not how this works man and he's like no it's okay she's in the bedroom I'm like not how this works man like straight up and she was in the bedroom but anyways that's a, yeah i made it i made it that far but he tried to close the door behind me and i was like no it's okay i'm gonna leave this open it's okay you go ahead i just need to know my quick way out <laughs> just well it's because i also wasn't telling anybody which was something that i wanted to talk about in one of the segments that we had before which i think we should just talk about now is safety um when you're playing alone what is like some measures that you take to ensure that you are safe, let alone that your partner is safe? Check in. Check in before anything. Yeah. It's not uh, like, I guess what Kirk was saying, like if it's in New York or something like that, you know, good stuff happens. Why give up on, a, on an opportunity of something that's going to happen? Send me a text. Let, let me know. Hey, I, I met this fella, you know, we're hitting it off really well. And you know, my wife, she'll, she pick up like someone anywhere. So it's, it happens more often and just give me a text. Let me know what's, what's going on. And then do you guys, you guys think about going to the level of like a tracker app for their phone? Yeah, we do. We, we both have that Mm -hmm. switch switched on just so that we know where each Mm -hmm. other are at at all times. Um, I think that's for safety. Absolutely. I mean, for single guys. Yeah. But like if it's no, even just for even you as a couple, I'm just like I, this was going back to that last segment where we were talking about like playing alone. Sorry, it's just kind of where it came from. <laughs> I know I trailed off topic, but whatever. Um, yes, but the, I think that safety is a huge thing when playing alone because again, I think for me, like when we play to, when we're together, I know that she's safe because I'm there. I'm, I'm within you know shouting distance from like a room or whatever in the same house from her to like let me know that she's not in a good place so that for me is one of my biggest drawbacks of wanting to like progress to play alone is because i can't ensure her safety now obviously i can't necessarily sit there and hold her fucking hand through everything and i understand that point Mm. it's just a sort of maybe a drawback for me of playing alone is that i just i can't ensure her safety knowing it's with somebody that i know like again approaching me first that sort of thing i think that's great but yeah i think safety is a huge thing when you're playing alone because it's like you're literally taking your relationship and doing the thing that it was never meant to do <laughs> right like we're all been programmed to stay with the same person and be with the same person for so long and do all that stuff so i think that safety of letting your partner go off with somebody that you might not even know it's kind of an interesting th- yeah. thought process yeah it's, it all comes down to trust too Oh, big like, time. Like, are you making the right decision in this in this moment? Right? Because sometimes, you know, I'll get a text and be like, nah, I don't think you should do that. Right? And and then she'll be like, yeah, okay. I see it your way. Hmm. So, cool. Well, no, that's good, though. Right. right. And, and, I, and I think that's... It's... You're going to be at risk no matter what, right? Even if you're in the same house or, you know, in a different country or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about their judgment and how much you trust their judgment. Right. So. No, I think that's great. Anyways, that was just my rant back to safety. But get a tracker mm-hmm. app, so if they do get kidnapped. And yeah, stuff, totally, right? That's important. Facebook has a really good one, so. I think it's a great one. Just, I can see where you are. But anyways, let's go to the next one. Um, what do you think? What is do you think has been the biggest change in your life since opening up your relationship, Kirk? Man, it's harsh to say, but just not really wanting to <laughs> invest a bunch of time in like vanilla hangouts and stuff, right? Like that. It sounds kind of harsh to say, but it's like you only have so much time on this planet and, you know, we all still have a nine to five. So you have to do your 
muggle stuff throughout the week anyway. So when the weekends come, I want to maximize my time with the best people. And uh, yeah, it just kind of sounds harsh. And it's not like we're these sex fiends that have to run around and, (laughs) you know, bang all our friends all the time. But it's just, you know... That's the biggest change that that really surprised me. Be, but uh, your friends just, groups where yeah. your most hangout is. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave. Uh, I think Kirk nailed it. Um, going along with that, the balance is is what kills us. Uh, we have kids, so going from both of us working forty hours, both of us dealing with kids, both of us dealing with suburbia, both of us dealing with the amount of hours that we put into the lifestyle on top of traveling, um, it it's crazy. But obviously it's that important to us that we would never give it up, that there's a lot of nights where we're on five hours of sleep to make sure that we're, we're taking care of everything. Um, so absolutely, I couldn't agree with Kirk Moore. Um, trying to find work-life, lifestyle balance uh, is a full-time job without a doubt. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Good. What do you think the biggest change is there, Andrew? I think learning that I have the capacity to love more than one person. I think that's been the biggest thing because I didn't think I'd be able to to do that. And yet here I am. So it's, uh, yeah, it's something to do with, with your, with your relationship and evolving it, I suppose. I I couldn't agree more. It's the best way to last week. Last week we were talking with uh, Whitney Miller and uh, she had said she we were talking about that exact same thing that there's like think about it this way and i put it in terms of this way let's say if you had kids right you have multiple kids you still love your fucking kids Mm -hmm. how can you not love multiple people if you love multiple kids yes i understand that they came from you and blah 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 even if you adopted them you'd still love them just all the same right they're still your kids so if you yeah. can love multiple kids, how can you not love multiple people? Yeah, still the same. It's, it's not the same I, love. It's, I get it's it. It's the programming, right? It's the program that we've all been instilled with since we were kids, right? Like you marry one person, you love that person, you make kids with that person. That's it. But like to think that you're only on the on the planet for maybe eighty years if you're lucky, mm-hmm. that someone else isn't going to do something better for you than than your partner. I, th- I think that's ludicrous, and I think it's uh, I think it's an inevitability that everybody goes through, uh, and that's maybe that'll be the the turning point for some people in lifestyle, because I I know for a fact that uh, Lady and I are totally poly, right? Like it 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 comes with all of that because you're breaking down all these barriers and everything, and it's just like well this this is who we are at our rawest point, so. I think that's the biggest change and the biggest challenge that that we've gone through is like evolving so much that like you can't keep up with how fast you're evolving. So, right. no, I get you. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm game. I'll I'll evolve with you. <laughs> where do we Where are we going? Charizard. New York City. Um, I just want to say that we produce a show every week for your listening pleasure and our sponsors make this all possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you'd like to sponsor our show or be on our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. If you also are looking to support us personally, we have a Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted and choose a membership tier that works for you. You get a chance to access our exclusive behind-the-scenes travel photos, a chance to join our monthly live smoke show and much more visit patreon.com sexinterrupted and sign up now and i'd like to thank you guys so much for your time and all your amazing insight into the lifestyle i don't know about amazing but thanks for keeping us on track <laughs> hey I, I i probably shouldn't have smoked pot before this one but maybe maybe that was a good idea it was the best time okay but anyways thank you guys again for your time um we are going to be live again next week 8 p.m eastern on the 5 p.m pacific and that's going to be the women's panel 2.0 and tara has four women coming in so look out anyways until next time keep it sexy
Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.